This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Major movie news tonight. How Black Panther will continue after the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Plus, the Little Mermaid cast revealed, Sister Act 3 scoop from Whoopi, and Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones return. You are a snack. (laughs) A snack. Plus, why Chris Evans is taking over as Buzz Lightyear. Then our Wonder Woman week of exclusives brings us Chris Pine's mysterious return. Love saves the day. And Super Director Patty Jenkins plans for a third movie. Then Gerard Butler's romance reveals. I became single during the pandemic. And Fifty Shades of Emily Blunt, her on-screen love triangle with Jamie Dornan and John Hamm. Was I deep into Christian Grey? <laughs> I... <laughs> Hello and welcome, and thanks so much for joining us. Let's get started. Here's tonight's top story. It's official. Chadwick Boseman will forever be Wakanda's king. Black Panther will not be recast in the upcoming sequel. Who's about to lead you into the future? Marvel boss Kevin Feige made the announcement during Disney's Investor Day, but gave no additional plot details except to say the film would explore the, quote, rich and varied characters introduced in the first film. Another huge announcement. Nearly 40 years after the original, Harrison Ford will star in the fifth and final installment of the Indiana Jones franchise. Not as easy as it used to be. 
The film is currently in pre-production and is set for a July 2022 release. And let's just say age is just a number for this 78-year-old legend. You are so fine getting your support. <laughs> Looking good. I saw you and you are a snack. Snack. And speaking of snacks, oh, I love Disney dished out the whole cast of the up-and-coming live-action Little Mermaid remake. After months of speculation, yes, Melissa McCarthy will play Ursula. 20-year-old Halle Bailey was previously announced as Ariel. Ariel was one of my favorite princesses growing up, so it's a very dream come true. Aquafina will play Scuttle, and Jacob Tremblay is Flounder. Disney Plus is developing a Beauty and the Beast prequel starring Josh Gad and Luke Evans. And it's not very hard to see why. Their next level chemistry is one reason. Ah, the food, you're the best. The project will be a six-part musical series. Gad posted this throwback photo from Corden's Crosswalk the Musical, joking, quote, exclusive look at the Beauty and the Beast spinoff, sans the bearded version of Belle. That's incredible. I know. Now to Tim Allen, hanging up his space suit. I am Buzz Lightyear. Toy Story 5, what can you confirm for us? Well, I told the director, I said, I think we need more Buzz Lightyear. I don't think we need Hanks anymore. Hey, 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 no one's getting replaced. It's Disney, you never know what they're going to do. Tim was right. Disney just announced Captain America Chris Evans will voice the beloved character Tim played for the last 25 years. It's all for the upcoming origin story, Lightyear, which is about the hero who inspired the toy. Chris's response to the big news, quote, I don't even have the words. Now to Whoopi singing Hallelujah again. Sister Act 3? It feels like there may be, yes. Yep. After nearly three decades, Goldberg's back in the habit, starring and producing alongside Tyler Perry. No word on who else is cast, but Tyler could reunite Whoopi with her Nobody's Fool co-star, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, I've been watching, learning from you for years. Two of them and Sister Act, that should happen. I'm, Honestly. I'm a, let's make it happen. And expect to see more Disney diversity. We could use a little change around here. Steve Martin's Cheaper by the Dozen is getting a reimagining with Gabrielle Union heading up a multiracial blended family of 12. Blackish producer Kenya Barris is at the helm. Meanwhile, girl power is taking hold of the next Star Wars movie. The greatest fighter pilot movie of all time. Director Patty Jenkins, the force behind Wonder Woman, posted a teaser from the tarmac for Rogue Squadron. That lands in theaters Christmas 2023. So I'm going to see you very soon. Patty really is a Wonder Woman, and only we have Patty and Chris Pine in our Wonder Woman Week exclusive. They're talking about his return in the sequel, and we are totally here for it, but didn't he die in the first film? I can't really tell you much about how I come back. Patty talked about it during the first, uh, when we were making the first one, Rachel. I was super excited. I loved the, the material, I loved the project. I love Steve Trevor, and I... I would have always wanted him to come back, but I would have never done it if it didn't make sense. That was pretty good. Another thing that made sense to Patty, throwing it back to the 80s. How did you decide on settling on 1984 specifically for this film? 1984, not only is it the book and the Van Halen album and, you know, all the great movies that we remember, but it really was, I felt like, the pinnacle of the 80s. It was quintessential top of Western civilization. Well, aren't you resourceful? But here's the toughest decision Patty had to make. 
With Wonder Woman's theatrical release postponed several times because of the pandemic, she agreed to stream her blockbuster film on HBO Max the same day it comes out in theaters. Were you on board immediately or did it take you a little? No, it took some, it took some thought about what, what, what all the options were. Listen, if you're not going to have the proper release and you don't know when that would ever even happen, why not give it away in a holiday season and at least try to bring some joy to people's lives this year? Remove this woman, please. Permanently. Where do you see Wonder Woman going next? You know, I don't know. I, I actually had an entire story that I broke and was planning on doing before the pandemic. I know Gal and I would love to, to make another film together and we'd love to do another Wonder Woman, but we'll have to see. Come on now, Patty. You know fans are going to want number three. Well, we are going to keep this Wonder Woman week going with the 80s flashback. Chris Pine may never live down. That is on Monday. Well, while the wait is almost over for Wonder Woman, we're going to have to wait until April for A Quiet Place Part 2. Remember, it's been pushed back twice due to the pandemic. But Emily Blunt told our Nichelle Turner that decision ended up being a positive one for the Krasinskis. It's okay. Aww. Emily, you and John had a crazy ride because you had Quiet Place 2, and then you didn't have Quiet Place 2. How was that when your your kids have mom and dad there 24-7 now? Were they like, okay guys, enough? No, I think in some ways it's sort of been wonderful for them to the point where I think if I even take sweatpants off now to get dressed to go for a walk outside, they're like, where are you going? You know. Anthony! But before the pandemic hit, Emily traveled to Ireland to film the rom-com Wild Mountain Time out now. She's in love with her neighbor, Jamie Dornan, who's a farmer and a far cry from Christian Grey. Before shooting this film and working with Jamie, were you into the Fifty Shades like franchise? Were you deep into Christian Grey? Was I deep into Christian <laughs> Grey? I <laughs> Jamie was quite relieved that I, I had never seen the Fifty Shades films. Fans will get to hear both Emily and Jamie's musical chops. Just don't expect an encore. I will surely find another. Could there be? Could we hear it again? I loved it. I thought you guys sounded great. I think our group would be called Wild Mountain Time to Give It Up, guys. I, I don't know if we'd be a massive hit, you know? All I can remember is we finished singing and Emily turned around to me and said, never sing near me again. <laughs> John Hamm stars as Jamie's charming American cousin. Cue the love triangle. You kissed him! It was he that kissed me! Just to give Emily the choice between Jamie Dornan and John Hamm is uh, like, I wouldn't answer for about 10 minutes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but how about John Hamm versus Tom Cruise? Well, fans will get to see them face off in Top Gun Maverick. The release is now set for July after being delayed three times. Have you seen it? Yes, I did. I, I was very pleased. I, I, I described the movie as, as sort of a, a living uh, high five. It's pretty outstanding. Now to another action-filled thrill ride. Gerard Butler and Morena Baccarin are running for their lives. What is it? What's going on? If you are hearing this broadcast, oh please Morena, I'll be honest. You probably lived out a lot of women's fantasies being in a car with him for 12 hours every day. So can you give us any insight on what that's like? Yes, I can tell you. If you're looking for marriage material, it's possible. It's a diamond in the rough situation. I'm a way better person after my time with Morena as my therapist. <laughs> definitely, I wouldn't say a marriage material yet, but I'm definitely further along that road. 
Gerard and Morena play a husband and wife who face the end of the world in Greenland on demand December 18th. But in real life, Gerard is facing something possibly even more daunting, dating. I became single during the pandemic, so, so I, I'm definitely back on that road. But there's one amazing lady Gerard still keeps in touch with. You're crazy. Maybe I am. Ten years since you worked with another awesome woman, Jennifer Aniston on The Bounty Hunter. I stay in touch with Jennifer. We, we don't talk every day. Every time I speak to her, I forget how cool and grounded and wise and, 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 and fun she is. Are you excited for the Friends reunion like everyone else? Am I excited for the Friends reunion? I'm excited. <laughs> by everybody else's excitement, and I'm excited. I'm Jennifer. excited. I watched every that. episode. I should Twice. put you guys in touch, Morena. You should. I love her. I have a total girl crush on her. I think she's amazing. I think she's dope. Can't wait for that reunion next year, but if you're looking for something to watch this weekend, there is Songbird on demand today, and this one's bringing our worst nightmare to life. Tensions rise as we enter the 213th week of lockdown. COVID-23 has mutated. Four years into quarantine, and the world is still dealing with coronavirus. The Michael Bay thriller starring Demi Moore, Riverdale's KJ Apa, and Sophia Carson takes place in a deserted Los Angeles, but the eerie scenes filmed this summer were not staged. You see these big empty shots of LA. What was that like? Those were not made for the movie. That is what Los Angeles looked like while we were shooting. It was kind of like the Twilight Zone. Whoa, 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 I'm immune! I'm immune! So some are asking, why a movie that hits so close to home? It's a story of how humanity is surviving this pandemic through hope, through fearless compassion, through courage, and the choice to come together. And the heart of our story is a love story. Sarah, I'm not letting you give up. We were never gonna get out of here. In this movie, your character's very stripped oh, yeah. down, everybody's at home. Because we wanted to make it as real as possible, we made the decision to really have no hair and makeup, and my hair was just my natural hair. And if I had to powder myself, it was like the powder I brought from home. It is the most raw, real version of myself I think the world has ever seen. And we've got another movie exclusive on the way. I'm really, really close with my castmates. John Boyega's Star Wars future after speaking out against the franchise. Would you do another Star Wars? Plus, why what's next for Bachelorette Taisha? It's gonna blow your mind. Chris Harrison's big reveals. Is there a proposal gone wrong? Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Star Wars fan favorite John Boyega became one of the voices of the summer calling for change and his new project is really art imitating life because his character does the same. Black lives have always mattered. We have always been important. What was it like when you saw yourself that you were trending worldwide? I'm just essentially one body in a massive group and it's good through action to always break down those obstacles. John continues to use his voice to open minds in his new film, Red, White and Blue, streaming now on Amazon Prime. Please keep him safe for his police training. At least this way, Dad, I can change things. Get out of my house! The Steve McQueen-directed film is inspired by the true story of Leroy Logan, a black man who joined the London police to change the department from within. 
think it, it points uh, an alarming eye at the fact that this will always be a prominent issue. Storytelling is, can sometimes be revolutionary in terms of exposing different perspectives that you make. John also made headlines for calling out Star Wars for taking minority characters and pushing them aside. He says he got full support from his co-stars, but where does that leave his future with the franchise? Would you do another Star Wars? It will just depend on story and it will depend whether... Daisy and Oscar, you know, are, are coming back. I wouldn't want to be riding around by myself or anything. <laughs> we hope they all get back together. All right, coming up, we know Matt James is The Bachelor, but what about his ladies? Hello. Meet the women after Matt's heart. One woman who arrives is a very, very familiar face. Our complete Bachelor Nation breakdown with Chris Harrison. It is incredibly emotional. Ben. What's up, Entertainment Tonight? Our MacGyver set exclusive with Tristan Mays as she reveals her own MacGyver moves on a cross-country family road trip. We have a really old RV. We'll see how this is going to work out. As Tasha's time as The Bachelorette winds down, we are starting to look ahead to Matt James's journey as The Bachelor. Who better to talk about all things Bachelor Nation than Mr. Chris Harrison himself? It's time for Roses and Rosé. This journey has been such a whirlwind of emotions. I think it's evident of how deep Tasha's connections with these remaining guys are. How is this all going to end? She has unbelievably strong feelings. She is falling in love. But is that going to be reciprocated fully? It's like a lot. Is there a proposal gone wrong? I will just say this. It is incredibly emotional. When you see her broken hearted and you see her at that level, it is, it's just different. It really does hit you in a different way. Hello. You've released Matt James's women. Uh, give me a couple women to watch for here. Queen Victoria is here and uh, she's here to rule. Brie. Uh, is, is a woman who left an unbelievably high-paying tech job. There are 32 women. Uh, a record number of women applied for Matt James. Um, that's how many arrive on night one. That's not how many we'll end up with. There will be more than those that arrive. And, and I can also give you this nugget. One woman who arrives is a very, very familiar face to Matt Tornation. How would you kind of describe the vibe of Matt's season? If Colton was the virgin and Pete was the pilot, what's Matt? Depth. There is so much depth. There is so many layers to this man that you're going to get to know, um, good and bad. Okay, so you're saying there's more to Matt than all the abs we've seen with him and Tyler Cameron on Instagram? You see the six-pack. Okay. There's a 12-pack here. Okay, good to know. We, we want more. More is better. Well, thank you, Chris Harrison. As you said, The Bachelor is no stranger to taking us on a grand adventure, but only we have a MacGyver road trip. That's right, Lauren, and here's the deal. The pandemic put a bit of a pause on production for season five of the show, but when they got back up again, one of the stars of the series, Tristan Mays, traveled from L.A. to the show's Atlanta studio in style. She turned it into a family road trip, and as Matt Cohen found out, Tristan had a blast along the way. All right, guys, day one of the road trip, and right now I'm loading up the car. We have a really old RV that my dad bought. Um, in 99, the year 2000, though. So we'll see how this is gonna work out, but I'm sure all of us are gonna have to MacGyver something at some point. It's roll call time. Mom, you got your flowers? Got my flowers. Dad, what do you treasure? Uh, my family. Jaren, Giselle. Hi. What do you treasure? Pine. We've got pine. You're bringing pine? 
Along with their pet bird, the Mays fam loaded up the RV for the 2,175-mile trek from L.A. to Atlanta. I think you know where we are. The Grand Canyon. That was my first time at the Grand Canyon. You know, I've always, always wanted to go since I was a little girl. I have to ask also about the dancing that I saw in the RV. We just kind of dance all the time. On the show, Tristan is the genius computer hacker on MacGyver's top secret team. On the road trip, yep, there were a few MacGyver moments. The solution, duct tape. Yay! That light's on. According to this brochure, about 50,000 years ago, this happened. Meteor Crater! Meteor Crater! was everything for me. Meteor! In Albuquerque, they dropped by the Walter White House from Breaking Bad. Shortly after the show was filmed, people threw a ton of pizzas up on that roof. We should have brought a pizza. <laughs> they hit up Graceland in Memphis. I want to go back when everything's safe. But all good things must come to an end. It was kind of bittersweet because, you know, you just want the road trip to keep going. What's up, entertainment tonight? It's Tristan Mays, back on the set of MacGyver, and uh, glad to be back. They're following all the safety protocols on set, and tonight, when MacGyver airs on CBS, could we see a little romance heating up? And whatever happens, if they're meant to be, we'll have to see. If they're not, then we'll still be great friends. So it's definitely going to happen. And by the way, when Tristan finally arrived in Atlanta, the pandemic delayed production there for two months. So Tristan and her fam hopped back in the RV, headed to Colorado, where she shot a Christmas movie. All right, coming up, a sneak peek at our Zoe Deschanel exclusive. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Monday on ET, our Zoe Deschanel <laughs> exclusive. When I met him, I was like, are you kidding me? Her love project with property brother Jonathan Scott. Oh, he completes me. Monday on ET. So make sure you join us Monday for that. But we can't say goodnight without remembering Tommy Tiny Lister, who passed away after reportedly exhibiting COVID symptoms. He was best known as Debo in the Friday franchise. Lister was just 62. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.